Hey, good morning. Today, I just want to share a message with you. You know, we have a short time, very short time, so I think first service. And, uh, but this message, I share with you from a heart of love. Gusto ko talaga ma-upgrade ang buhay po natin, lahat. And this message is, wala nang hiya. Hindi walang hiya, hindi wala kang hiya. Wala nang hiya. In English, it means no more shame. Getting the shame off you. Have you ever heard someone tell you, shame on you? But I want to tell you today, shame off you. Wala nang hiya. They have that uh, video clip. I want you to see there's some really embarrassing moments. And I don't know, have you ever experienced a really, really embarrassing moment? Watch this video here. Watch this video right here. Right here on this TV screen. The latest fashions are on the runway for next spring. But there was a problem out there today. One of the British designers shows had the difficulty. A model fell down twice. That's her going down once. A young woman wearing that pink skirt and the orange platform shoes. Never quite recovered after that. There she goes. <laughs> that had to hurt. That was uncool. That's embarrassing. This is at least the second time. Kaya mo yan? Ano yung sasabihin mo kung ikaw ay nadapa sa beauty contest? Kaya mo yan? Talent portion sabay. Now, we all have experienced embarrassing moments, right? Would you like to share yours publicly? I don't like to share mine. This is something we all deal with. Lahat po tayo ay kasama dito sa topic nito about shame. Okay? Mahiyain ang mga iba and this is one thing that we need to overcome in life. Okay, we are overcomers. God has called us to be overcomers. Not victims, not uh, defeated, but champions. And this is one thing that we need to overcome sa buhay. Shame. Hiya. It's a bad feeling that you are defective somehow. A bad feeling that you don't measure up. You're not worthy. Dika good enough. It's that feeling na kung saan ka napahiya, humiliated. Or maybe you felt ignored, rejected. Dahil sa itsura, sa talents, or walang talents, or brains, or walang brains. So one of the synonyms, or isang word which also describes yung shame, or hiya, is disgrace. Have you heard that? Disgrace. You're a disgrace. Nakakahiya ka. And the word disgrace... Of course, comes from the root word grace, but your word dis, let me word dis, D-I-S, dis. Disgrace means without grace or to be removed from grace. The grace of God and the favor of God is removed. Kaya nakakahiya. Pag walang biyaya ng Diyos, nakakahiya. There's no grace there. 
If you think of the word disconnected, ibig sabihin, without a connection. Or disabled, without ability. Or dis uh, uh, discouraged, to be removed from courage. So disgraced means to be removed from grace. Now Joshua chapter 5 verse 8 says, The Lord said to Joshua, Today the shame of Egypt has been rolled away from you. Ayan ang magiging prophecy sa atin ngayon. That today, are you willing for this? Today, the shame of Egypt. And Egypt represents our past life. The shame of Egypt has been rolled away from you. So that place was named Gilgal. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 18 says, I will take away your troubles, lifting up your shame from off you. Wow. Would you like that? Would you like na wala nang hiya sa buhay mo? Wala nang fear of rejection or humiliation? Nakikita natin in the early part of the Bible, Genesis chapter 2, na when Adam and Eve sinned, the Bible says that they were ashamed. Nalaman nila na they were naked and they were ashamed because of that. Watch this video clip from the book of Genesis. So it was one day as Eve was walking in the garden near the tree of knowledge that Satan spoke to her. She was without fear for fear had not yet come into the world. Satan asked her about the forbidden fruit. He questioned God's warning and his motive toward man. Eve listened and began to doubt God. She considered the fruit and ate. Then she gave the fruit to Adam and he ate. And immediately they were aware of their nakedness and they were ashamed. Something terrible had happened. Something had changed. The evil in Satan was like an infectious disease. And through Adam's disobedience, this disease was released into the world. It is called sin. It is sin is something that everyone does. We all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. The, the sin, the word sin in the Bible means that you miss the mark. Missing the mark. Anytime you miss the mark of God's plan for your life. You try to hit the bullseye, pero na offline ka talaga. That is sin. Sin can be anything, not just evil deeds, but anything that is against God's best for our life, against God's will for our motives, our words, our actions. And shame, shame is a part of that cycle of sin. When we sin, talagang papasok ang shame and ang fear, just like what happened sa buhay ni Adam and Eve. And many people, because of shame, do not come to church. Dahil sa, tanong mo sila, sasabihin nila, nahihiya ako. Nahihiya ako. 
Many people, because of shame, do not worship God with all their heart. Kasi nahihiya kay God. Many people, because of shame, don't pray. And don't have a, a, a good self-esteem because of shame. And it's natural to feel bad when we sin. Normal, yeah, natural, yeah, nah, you have a bad feeling when we sin. But I want to explain to you the difference between conviction and shame. Everybody say conviction. Conviction is that, that feeling na parang natamaan ka. How many of you in the message, minsan sa preaching, natamaan ka sa preaching? Parang yung words ng Panginoon is parang oops, bullseye sa akin yun. Aray, aray, kasi natamaan ako. I was convicted by the message. And that's actually good. Everybody say conviction is good. Because it leads to change. Conviction is good because it will lead me to change. And it will cause me, because I've changed, I'll grow. And when I grow, I will be in favor with God. So, mawawala ang hiya kung may conviction. Kaso lang, shame is bad. And it leads to guilt. So, be more guilt. It leads to guilt. And guilt leads to condemnation. Na kung saan, Romans chapter 8, 1 says, when you're in Christ, there is no condemnation. No condemnation when you're in Christ. So shame is bad, and it leads to guilt. So conviction is something na maganda kasi it will bring you closer to God. When you're convicted, it will bring you back to church. When you're convicted, it will make you want to talk to God. You'll want to pray. You'll want to be in His presence. Conviction makes you humble yourself before the Lord. And, and make things right. Wherever you went wrong, you'll, you'll want to make things right again. So conviction is very good for us. The Holy Spirit convicts our hearts. Minsan, and natuto ako sa church nito, and hindi ko sinasadya. Pag natamaan ka sa sermon, walang personalan, okay? Trabaho lang yan. Walang personalan. I don't, and I don't do that. But the Holy Spirit will, will do that. And many of the, sometimes I hear people praying for me. You say, Lord, we pray for our pastor, na yung sermon niya, na matamaan ng maraming tao. And they're actually praying for conviction. And, well, I'm not preaching to just be an inspirational, motivational speaker. This is not about me. This is not about how I speak. I do speak to bring the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? Because it's good for us. God loves you and knows you and sees you. And He's speaking into your life. That's a good thing. It brings change. It will bring you back to the Lord. But, but guilt, guilt, oh, that's guilt. Guilt, guilt is, is different. different. Shame. Shame, Shame 
drives you farther away from God. Shame is what makes you not want to be in his presence. You know, they said that guilt is something that you feel because you did something wrong. But shame is something you feel because you feel that you are wrong. One is about what you do, but shame is deeper. It's who you are. You're ashamed of who you are. Not just ashamed of what you did. When you feel shame, you feel ashamed of who you are. You feel there's nothing I can do to change who I am. Ganito ako. Nakakahiya ako. And sometimes, magtatanong ako sa tao na, ba't mo ginawa yan? Ba't hindi ka nag-selby? Ba't umalis ka sa church? O ba't ginawa mo yan? Alam mo, ang bilis ng sagot. Kadalasan, they will give me a very fast answer. They will say, I was ashamed. Whatever they did wrong, they'll say, nahiya ako. Bilis. Parang ready. At any time, they're ready with that answer. I was ashamed. But then, when I ask, why were you ashamed? Ba't ka nahiya? Ay, hindi nila masagot yun. They don't have an answer. Walang sagot dun. Kasi, you know why? Shame is a hider. Nagtatago. Shame often hides deep within our emotions. Nagtatago siya sa mga ibang thoughts, ibang emotions. And minsan, hindi nating alam kung bakit tayo nahihiya. You just don't know where that shame came from. How did that shame get in me? And I want to share with you where, where I think shame really comes from. First of all, we know that shame or, or being very shy can come from sin. <laughs> when you sin, like Adam, he was ashamed and ran and hid away from God. Remember when Peter encountered Jesus and gumawasi Jesus ng Himala and he, he made many fish come? And when Peter saw that Jesus was a, a holy person, a holy man, a man of miracles, Peter fell down at Jesus and said, Go away from me, Lord, because I'm a sinful man. I'm a sin, I'm dirty. And Peter wanted to go away from Jesus. Peter wanted to have distance from Jesus. So when we have sin in our lives, it can cause us to have a shy and uh, ashamed personality. Another place that sin can, uh, shame can come from is you know, circumstances of life. Maaring kasalanan mo, maaring hindi mo kasalanan. Circumstances. Maaring ang tatay mo nasa kulungan, nahihiya ka doon. Or maybe if you're the parent, nahihiya ka sa, kasi yung anak mo was caught cheating at school. Or maybe you're ashamed because of your appearance. It wasn't your fault you were born this height. Or 5'6". Or maitim, o maputi, o mataba, o malaki ang ilong. Whatever physical characteristics you have. Minsan nahihiya tayo because I look like this. Sometimes nahihiya tayo because maybe you, your family background. Kinakahiya mo ang family mo because ganito lang kami. 
or your province or where you came from. And many people are ashamed because of past experiences. Maybe you were molested as a child. And until now, daladala mo yung hiya. Dahil sa nangyari sa'yo, nakakahiya ang naranasan mo. Maybe you were abused. Maybe your spouse um, abused you or left you or abandoned you or your parents. Maybe you were weak or didn't have wala sa'yo ang talent or wala sa'yo ang, ang brains. Hindi ka nakatapos ng school. Iba-ibang circumstances. And dahil sa mga circumstances in life, we feel that we just don't measure up. We feel we just don't meet the acceptable standards. And shame can come into your life and become a part of your personality because of these circumstances. Another place kung saan galing ang shame is yung opinions ng ibang tao. Kung ano yung sinasabi ng ibang tao. Maybe your parents told you, bobo ka, hindi ka tulad ng mga ati mo, ng mga kuya mo. Maybe they said to you that, uh, you know, minsan, dala-dala ng sang mother, yung baby. An infant, a baby, a small child. And then, I would approach the child and I would say, ah, oh, cute-cute ng baby, you know? And the baby would just turn like that. And then the mother would say, Nahihiya siya, nahihiya siya, shy siya, shy siya. And you know what the mother's doing? She's cursing that child already. Because papasok at papasok sa subconscious, yung words na yan. Pag sinabi ng mother ko na mahiyain ako, edi ganun talaga ako. Mahiyain ako. And oftentimes, because of the words that we heard spoken to us, mostly by family, parents, maybe your mother even or your father even said something to you na napakasakit, baka sinabi nila na tanga ka. Or maybe they said to you that hindi ka makakapag-graduate kung ganun ka. Or maybe they said other kinds of curses to you that until now, dahil sa mga narinig mo, nakakahiya ka o kinakahiya mo ang sarili mo. It could also be that friends, sometimes our friends would just tell us, ang taba mo, ba't ganyan ang mukha mo? Ang pangit ng buhok mo ngayon ah. Co-workers, instead of building themselves up, they would just put you down. They might say some comments about your appearance or about your skills or about your your anything and that these words of other people the opinions of other people and tandaan mo it's just their opinion sinong sabi sa iyo na maitim ka anong maitim maraming mas maitim sa iyo sinong sabi nila sa maputi ka ang puti-puti mo maraming mas maputi sa akin it's just their opinion alam mo sa sabi sa Psalms chapter 139 Paul David said, I praise you, God, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. So, kung ayaw mo yung itsura ko, problema mo yan. Diba? Hindi ko kinakahiya ang sarili ko. I am made in the image of God. Maganda at guapo ang mga anak ng Diyos. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a big hand clap. He's a good God. He doesn't make mistakes. 
He doesn't make mistakes. So it's just the opinion of other people. Pero ang problema, minsan, nakakapasok ito sa ating psyche, and then dala-dala natin ito for the rest of our lives. And it's a curse, and it rings in our memory. Are you ashamed of who you are? Are you ashamed of yourself? Because I tell you what, pride and shame are two sides of the same coin. If you are a shy type, mahiyain ka, I bet you that you're also a proud person. You've got pride in your life. Why? Because shame comes from a very wrong focus on yourself, an unhealthy focus on yourself. Probably in 24 hours or kung hours na gising ka, most of the time you're thinking about you. If you have a very shy personality, if you have a difficulty dealing with people in public and mahiyain ka, it probably is because you're mostly thinking about yourself. Therefore, I could say you're a self-focused person or a selfish, prideful person. Okay? Walang personalan. Okay? Because we all deal with this. But I'm just saying that pride and shame goes together, my friends. So think about it. Wag mo isipin pag mahiyain ako. Wag mo isipin na you're very humble. Hindi humble yan. That's a false humility. It's pride and it's self-focused or self-centeredness. Another final reason where uh, or place where shame comes from is we believe a lie from Satan. When you believe a lie and you believe it's true, it will still affect your life as if it were true. Okay. Now, before this service started, I just wanted to bless a few people here. So I put a 500 peso bill underneath three. I budgeted one five for this illustration. I put a 500 peso bill underneath three people's chairs here today. Okay, now maybe no one's sitting in that chair. Kung ang 500 peso bill is under a chair that you're not sitting in, you cannot have it. You can only have it if it's on the chair you're sitting in, if it's under the chair you're sitting in. So three of you might be very blessed here if you got the uh, 500 pesos under your chair. Okay, you can check now or you can check later. It's up to you. Okay, did anybody get one? Is it under your chair? It's under your chair? You got it? No, actually, I was just lying. I was just lying. I just wanted to show you a point. That because you were all... You were checking. You were believing a lie. And a lie believed to be true will still affect your life as if it were really true. You still took action. You still made a move based on a lie that you thought was true. And when Satan lies to you and tells you that you're not really a, a sincere Christian, you're not saved, you're not really 
you're not really changed. Ilang taon ka na naging Kristiano, but nothing is changing in your life. It doesn't work for you. You're not probably even saved. And when Satan lies to you, you can act and behave in a shy, ashamed way as if it was really true. It's not true. But you will behave as if it was true because you believed the lie of Satan. So these are the places where uh, shame comes from. And the, the results of shame in our lives is that you'll miss opportunities. Now I want you to think about that. You will miss a lot of opportunities if you are uh, carrying shame. Many times I was in places where there was a celebrity, a, a, a famous person, and I wanted to meet that person. I wanted to become connected to this person. But because nahiyako, wala akong lakas ng loob ng lumapit sa kanya. And I missed out on some perfect opportunities. Malay mo, he wants to meet me also. I don't know. Malay mo, I could be a blessing din sa kanyang buhay. But there are, there are sometimes, meron din ako mga ilang victories din sa buhay ko na kung saan na-overcome yung pagkahiyako and I was able to meet some very interesting people, very famous people. Uh, when Michael W. Smith, a famous uh, singer, had a concert in Manila, I was able to have dinner with him. Dalawa lang kami sa Shangri-La. And I was able to meet a very famous, uh, world-famous world uh, singer and uh, spent a long time talking and, and getting to know. And then I was able to meet senators and, and, and congressmen and, and in both the U.S. and in the Philippines. So I have yung ilang victories din na, na overcome yung shame. Pero kung mananatili ka sa hiyamo and you're always ashamed, you'll never initiate You'll never meet people that God wants to connect you with. You'll never grab the opportunities that God wants for you. You'll probably not even go for that job. Now, God is preparing a job for you, but because you're ashamed, you don't have the guts to apply. Or maybe, you know, sometimes, may nag-apply sa amin before. Nahiya Parang mukhang okay yung resume niya, okay yung grades, yung qualifications. Pero kasama niya ang, nung nag-apply siya, may dala siya ng kasama. Dahil nahihiya siya. Hindi niya kaya mag-apply sa mag-isa. Yung iba naman, nagpadala ng gusto nang makaroon ng trabaho yung, yung boy, 23 years old, pero he let his mother apply for him. <laughs> Mga ganun, na sobrang hiya. And because of that attitude, because of that personality, mama miss out ka sa maraming opportunities. The next thing that will happen is you won't seek help. Everybody needs help. But if you're shy, if you're ashamed, you won't ask for help. You won't get counsel. You won't be open with your problems. You're afraid they will reject you. You're afraid if people know about you. They won't accept you. You'll always cover yung katotohanan. You'll always hide and put up a wall. Papakita mo na I'm like this. Magpre-present ka ng isang phony na peke. Plastic. Hindi yung tunay ikaw because you don't want people to know kung sino ka talaga. And so you will have 
a hard time getting help. And we all need help, right? Everybody needs help time from time to time. The worst thing about shame is it will, will hurt your relationships. Masa suffer among relationships more. Because you will be paralyzed. You can't give yourself to someone. You'll have psychological problems, fear, anger. You'll compare, compete, blame, and judge other people. And you know what I found out? Ito na nalaman ko. Shamed people shame people. Shamed people will shame other people. Maybe not publicly. Maybe not directly. Maybe it's backbiting or gossip. But somehow, yung taong na puspusa hiya, pinapahiya din ang ibang tao. Somehow, para ma-medicate yung hurts niya sa loob-loob niya. Hurt people, hurt other people. Shame people, shame other people. And you'll end up depressed, overly sensitive, have a victim mentality, low self-esteem, and very lonely. Now, friends, it's God's will that your shame will be transformed into confidence. Everybody say confidence. No, no, say it na may confidence din. Confidence. I want to share with you from the Word of God now sa John chapter 8. Makikita natin ang mga, I believe, ang mga susi, ang mga solutions to having a shameful uh, personality. Makikita natin sa John chapter 8, verse 1 to 8. The story was, the uh, men brought, some men brought a woman who was caught in the act of adultery. She was caught red-handed in the act of adultery. And that was probably the most shameful experience. Not caught red-handed. Unclothed, uncovered, exposed, public. Many people watching. Many people found out about it. And in John chapter 8, verse 1 to 8, it says, They said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught having sexual relations with a man who is not her husband. The law of Moses commands that we stone to death every woman who does this. What do you say we should do? They were starting to ask this question to trick Jesus so they could find some charge against him. But Jesus bent over and started writing on the ground with his finger. When they continued to ask Jesus, their question. He raised up and said, anyone here who has never sinned can throw the first stone at her. Then Jesus bent over again and wrote on the ground. Those who heard Jesus began to leave one by one, first the older men and then the others. Jesus was left there alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus raised up again and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one judged you guilty? She answered, No one, sir. Then Jesus said, I also don't judge you guilty. You may go now, but don't sin anymore. Jesus was saying, I don't judge you. I don't shame you. And the first point, 
for us to learn how to overcome shame is that God may convict you, but He never shames you. God does not stand around waiting to shame you, waiting to hurt you, waiting to, to condemn and make you guilty. You know what He does? The attitude of God is He cleanses you, He heals you, He helps you move on. He helps you move on. So you can move on. Jesus does not shame you. He helps you and cleans you and heals you and gives you a fresh start. John chapter 1 verse 9 says that God is faithful. When we confess our sins, He'll forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So mga kapatid, ang past mo ay hindi mo hindi kailangan maging future mo. Kung anong meron sa past mo, hindi na kailangan ulitin yan sa future. Your past is your past. The future is a new day. The future is a new season for you. Hindi ka yung naging. Ikaw na ang kung sino ka magiging. Okay? You're becoming something that you never were. Jesus is not condemning you. For those who are in Christ are uh, not judged guilty. So why do you continue condemning yourself and shaming yourself? It's time to forgive yourself, release yourself, get healed from the Lord, and move on. Okay? Move on. Confess your sins, be sincere, do your best, and leave the rest to God. Pangalawa, next thing. Very important ito. God's opinion of me is not based on what others think. He sees me from His own unique perspective. Ang pagtingin ng Diyos sa'yo ay hindi based doon sa opinion ng ibang tao. Siyempre, kanyang-kanyang opinion. Diba? Sabi ko kanina, akala nila, maitim ka. Eh, sinong sabi maitim ka? Sabihin mo, maganda ang kulay ng skin ko. Sabihin mo, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Sabihin mo, that's, your, that's only your opinion. If you think I'm fat, if you think I'm short, that's your opinion. But God doesn't see me using your opinion. God has His own perspective. Yung very unique pagtingin ng Diyos sa atin. The way God sees you is very unique sa kanyang perspective. Hindi based doon sa sinasabi ng ibang tao. It's not based on what is the most popular fashion in TV right now. It's not based on what people say or think is beautiful. God knows what is best for you. And the way God sees you, He sees you as worthy. He sees you as worth saving. He sees you as one who He's willing to die for. Napaka valuable. You know, the crowds came and gathered around this woman. Crowds of people. And they just wanted to shame her. And they had their opinions. And they had all of their accusations. But Jesus did not. Hindi siya napa-influence sa kanilang ginagawa. He did not join in with their crusade. 
he did not pick up stone to throw at her. Kaya, ito ang decision ko. Gawin mo rin ang decision mo to. I will reject man-made ideas and accept God's word about me. I will reject man-made ideas and accept God's word about me. Number three, God won't abandon me or cut off His relationship with me. Jesus did not just leave there, that woman. Lahat ng mga accusers, they just walked away. They just left her there, naked, ashamed, abandoned. But Jesus came to her and stood by her side. Tumabisi Jesus sa woman Even though she had sinned, she had been caught. Tama, yung ginagawa niya talagang wrong. Alam mo, pag tayo may kasalanan, meron talagang damage sa reputation natin, di ba? Meron at meron mga consequences. Kung ano mga decisions natin, there will be effect, it will affect our relationships, there will be damage done to our our lifestyle, it, it, there will be consequences. Hindi ko sinasabi na it's just okay to sin. Definitely, sin will be bad for the quality of your life. But Jesus will never abandon you. He doesn't cut off the relationship. Some people think that when we sin, God just disappears out of our life. God goes away from us. Many people think, even Christians, they think that, well, if I sin, God goes far. And if I go to church and if I'm a good person, God comes near me. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. When you sin, you're the one turning your back. But you got to take away the shame. Get that shame off of you. And remember that God doesn't abandon you. And He doesn't cut off the relationship. Sa totoo lang, walang problema ang Diyos sa kasalanan mo. He doesn't have a problem with your sin. He's already paid the price. He doesn't get affected. He's not going to have to be crucified all over again. So God doesn't have a problem dealing with our sin. The problem is that sin is a seed for you. And that seed will grow and produce bad in your life. And God doesn't want that. So that's why you've got to get God. Write this down. Say, I don't get good to get God. I get God to get good. Is that malina po ba yan? I don't get good Hindi ako gumagawa ng mabuti para mapapasa atin ang Diyos. I get God and then He makes me good. See? God muna, then you become good. You don't get good first and then, okay, then God will love me. No, God already loves you. If you get God, you'll become good. Number four, the last one, is that I don't get what I deserve. I get what God provides. 
I don't get what I deserve. I get what God provides. This woman, John chapter 4, she deserved to die. She deserved to be stoned to death. But Jesus stepped in. Salamat sa Dios na tumabisi Jesus. At siya naging defender of the lonely. Siya naging defender, attorney, a defending attorney for this woman. And your choice po natin ngayon is do you focus on your sin and your shame or do you focus on what God has provided? Do you know Jesus is the provision of God? God provided Jesus for your shame. Hindi nyo ba naisip na kung si Jesus, di ba sabi nila Jesus had to die for our sins. Eh kung kailangan mamamatay si Jesus para sa ating mga kasalanan, ba't hindi niya na namatay sa ordinary way? You know, in the Roman, kasi yung Romans ang nag-crucify kay Jesus. In the Roman way, they just stab the person. Just stab them in the heart and then patay na. Madali lang. It's cheaper, it's cleaner, it's easier, it's faster. And most criminals, they just stab them and feed their body to the dogs. Crucifixion took time, manpower, finances. They had to get wood and make a cross. They had to have hire a specialist in the Roman army to do the beatings and the whippings. And they stripped the criminals. They did all of these things to make an example out of that person. The Romans wanted to make an example, especially to rebels to the Roman authority. Para lahat ng tao ay makakita ng shame, dishonor, stripped of human dignity, no clothes on, and very, very public. The crucifixion, the cross that Jesus went and was nailed to was all about shame. It was really not just about death. If Jesus had to just die for your sin, he could just be stabbed to death. That's it. Tapos na. But Jesus didn't just die for your sin. Jesus was crucified to take away your shame. He was stripped and mocked and spat on in the face. And, and I mean stripped naked and hung in public, paraded through the streets, treated like an animal. No human dignity. It was the most humiliating, embarrassing experience a human could ever go through. And Jesus did that willingly for you. Mga kapatid, listen to me. You don't have to be ashamed because Jesus was shamed on your behalf. And when he went to the cross, he took your shame and he provides me now. He provides me with grace and honor. Ang tanong ngayon is, will you be Shy? Will you receive the shame 
and be shy? Or will you receive grace and be confident? Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 says, Let us draw near. <laughs> draw near. That's the opposite of what you do when you're ashamed, right? When you're ashamed, you withdraw. But when you're confident, you draw near, right? Ibang paglakad mo eh, pagconfident ka. Pangpasok ka ng malakas ang loob. Pag nahiya ka, parang nag-withdraw ka. Maghahanap ka ng isang corner in the room. Tago. Ganyan. Ganyan yung mahiyain. Ayoko sana dito. Kumaring, mag-escape na ako. Alis ako dito. Upi ako dito. Nahiya ako. Baka makita nila kung sino talaga ako. When you're ashamed, you withdraw. But it says in Hebrews 4.16, let us draw near. Draw near where? Draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I want to share with you a song as we close this. Uh... Just, can we do it here? Why don't you stand up together with your feet? Just, I want you to do something right now from your heart. I want you to, I want you to pray this prayer. Would you just join me in this prayer? Say, Lord, I don't want to be ashamed anymore. Come on, repeat that prayer with me. Say, Lord, ayoko na mahiya. Take away the shame. Take away the sin. And give me confidence. I receive your love. Do you have the lyrics of this song there? I want you to put the lyrics up on the screen. See 
takes the guilt and shame off me, oh Lord, I receive your love. The solution to getting the shame off you is to getting the love of God and the grace of God on you. So sing this as your prayer. Say, Lord, I receive your love. Oh, Lord, I receive your love. Oh, Lord, I receive your love. I receive your love. Oh, Lord, I receive your love. Oh, Lord, I receive. Take away the shame, take away the sin, take away the ugliness and the dependency on other people's opinion and cause us just to be interested in your opinion and your perspective. And thank you that you don't leave and abandon us. And thank you that you stay with us and you defend us. And thank you that we don't get what we deserve, but we get what you've provided. Salamat po ang Dios sa provision mo, that you provided Jesus who took my place took my shame and gave me the benefit of honor and grace and confidence. And Lord, change my personality so that I won't miss opportunities, that I won't have relationship problems, that in my life I'll be confident and be a blessing to other people and not be so self-centered and shameful. And Lord, most of all, help me not to be ashamed of you and help me not to be a shamer of other people. Help me, be to be a, help me to be a lifter of other people, to encourage people and bless them. Lord, take away the shame of my life and replace it with your love, your grace, your honor, your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.